let's talk about sex. I've noticed a, a string of occurrences in my day-to-day doing things this summer with my kids mm-hmm. that, I don't know, the best example I can think of it happened yesterday when, when we're at the pool and we're a member of a club that's got a really nice pool. You know, that's the whole reason we joined it for the summer because that's, that's the only pool we got. <laughs> we uh, can right. really go to that's easy and fun. And, and so I'm sitting there and this mom walks in with her two kids and one of the kids is in this little shallow area that has a little sprinkle park with it. And, and he just is yelling at her because she's sitting on the chair beside me and I'm just laying out in the sun, relaxing and, <laughs> And she's, he's just yelling, and I'm just hearing, Ma, put your phone away. Ma, quit Aww. looking at your phone. Because he's trying to do something in the water, and he's wanting her desperately to watch. Yeah. And she's just captivated by whatever she's doing on her phone. And it's just, wow. You know? Oh, man. That was me a few years ago. I had this huge, you know, 20,000 Twitter followers and my kids would be like, mom. And now I promise the roles are reversed. And I'm saying, <laughs> come on, Jordan, no texting at the table. Can't we just have a conversation without the phone? Give, give that to mommy. Yeah, It's amazing so. how things change and transfer as you go along. Yeah, no kidding. Well, this is Sexy Marriage Radio. Dr. Corey Allen and Gina Paris where we're having honest conversations about love, life, sex, marriage, the ups and downs, the ins and outs, the problems, the <laughs> hurdles, the joys, the praises, everything that we can think of. <laughs> That's what we cover in this show. And so, Yeah, if you are, and if you think of stuff, we like your ideas too, because sometimes we run out. We love your emails. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> and you can send those to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. You can also jump on iTunes, leave us reviews and comments there, and that helps mm-hmm. us climb the charts and spread the word and hopefully bring new raving fans because we love our listeners and love hearing from you. Yes, we do. And we believe in marriage and that the best sex happens inside of marriage, especially if you're intentional about it. Yes. And so that's, this... that brings us to the topic for this show. Yeah. Because there's a popular belief in a lot of the relationship blogs that – has this, they're, they're huge proponents of the importance of date night and how lots of couples can go a long, long time without mm-hmm. having any kind of a date where they're away right. from the kids and it's just the two of them and it's an extended time. It's not just a quick swing through a drive through on the way home mm-hmm. and the kids just, you haven't picked them up from whatever event they're at. I mean, that's not necessarily a date <laughs> night. This is more of an extended time together. And while I, I like that idea, it's, it's oftentimes proposed as a cure-all or a mm-hmm. huge thing that will help marriage. And yes, it will. It will help. But I want to propose with our show today, Gina, yep. every night is date night. <laughs> Mr. Paris is going to listen to this one, I can tell. <laughs> Well, it may not be every night is date night with scoring involved. Yeah, exactly. But, but I, yes, I love this idea. Every night is date night because I, when you find yourself in a rut and you're just so tired and you're going through the motions, chances are you are not 
future focused at all. You're not looking forward to something, which according to positive psychology is one of the the keys to all happy people have this in common. They're, they're future focused. They're moving forward. But so often we find ourselves feeling like we're like dog paddling, trying to just stay afloat, you know, going through the motions yeah. and it's, it's survival. And that's, and, and that's not just relationship level. That's family level. That's family, work level. Career, yes. Yeah. That's, that's everywhere. Cause I've seen, you know, so how, how we open the show, I've, I've seen a, a slew of parents lately that just are tired, you know, know so it. they're just falling into the, yeah, the kids are just playing video games all day so I yep. can do something else or they're just doing this so I can just do, you know, it's just like, they're just mailing it in. Yeah. And sadly that happens a lot in marriage of, well, this is just the season of life we're at because we have kids. And so they're the focus our time will come, you know, and and it's just one of those, well, if you don't make it intentional, your time doesn't come. <laughs> it doesn't, it deteriorates. It's like uh, letting a garden just grow with no tending. All that grows up is weeds. Right. So let's talk about how to be intentional and do that without these huge expectations. So how do we say, well, Let's let's be more intentional. Every night's date night without immediately that being every night's frustrating, disappointing <laughs> right. expectations guess, aren't met. Now. Yeah, because if I say every night's a date night, that kind of hints at well, we're going to be having sex every night because you yeah. typically think of a date night. There's there's more prep- preparation involved and there's more anticipation involved, and so you right. typically for the woman, and I'm being completely stereotypical here. But typically for the woman, that allows her to kind of look forward to it. She can relax. It's kind of that I can get dressed up for it. I can kind of get myself in a frame of mind mm-hmm. where, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm cool with that idea of letting it continue on rather than I'm not going to have sex on my to-do list today. Mm-hmm. You know, So it's more, I think, just a frame of mind of every night or every day is an intentional time that I can pursue my spouse in some manner or way that I can spend quality alone time with just them. Right. I think we've quoted before um, saying that romance is any gesture that says you matter to me. So, you know, if we'll come home from work or if we'll, look at, you know, since I work from home, I'm here, you know, if I'll think about Paul coming home, he'll always call, tell me I'm going to be home at this time or that time. It takes him an hour and a half to get home now, Um, you know, to look forward to it. And that in itself is a a shift in mindset from, you know, oh man, I'm doing all my own thing and he Mm -hmm. can do whatever he can get whatever he wants for dinner you know, I've made a real effort to say, I, it's going to be nice. When he walks in the house, it's going to feel good for him. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that I do. But I think it's so important to help ourselves feel good along the way. It is. Yeah, it's it's almost, it's a claiming, I, I guess it's a chicken and the egg. It's a claiming mm-hmm. time for your spouse, but it's also a claiming time for yourself. Because sometimes you need to have a little more self-care to then have that spill over to your spouse. And so every day I'm going to start to try to figure out how can I escape for five minutes 
mm-hmm. and, and read a short se- section of a book or just sit or enjoy a cup of coffee outside or I'm going to take a little quick walk or I mean whatever it is that's kind of recharging, energizing, soothing to you, figure out how to yeah. do that yeah. and then incorporate that into your spouse and into your marriage. I mean I think of just last night um, – you know, this summer is the summer of me and my kids. Uh, I've tried mm-hmm. to uh, uh, rearrange my schedule to where my clients are in the evenings. And wow. so w- I'm, I'm home all day with my kids and we're trying to just, I try to work before, at the very early morning and then we have all day where we're doing stuff. And so yesterday, all the stuff we had to do was all late afternoon, evening, and I had a client um, still too. And yeah. So that meant... Yeah. We're running from one thing to another, which is the common American trend. <laughs> and we finally get home, and we're here for about 10 minutes. I get a chance to eat some dinner, talk to Pam just real quickly, head off for a client. Then I come back, and she's, you know, the kids are in bed but not asleep. And we're sitting on the couch, and they both come out because they hear me out and they want to come say hi. And we both are very quick at no, because they're like, Can you come lay with us? I can't get to sleep. You know, just the p- typical game that happens with little mm-hmm. kids. And we're, no, I want to spend time with daddy or I want to spend time with mommy. You guys need to go back to bed. <laughs> and so it's kind of just a quick statement of, no, this is the time for us. Go. Yeah, to, to block that out and to, to um, treat it like something that's, a, that's sacred. Yeah. Not, you know, like I have just mentioned before the call, we're in the middle of trying to move and relocate and everything can be so logistical. Yeah. <laughs> so the other day, I think I um, mentioned that, gosh, we're looking at all these details thinking, oh my word. And Paul says, oh, clearly miracle sex is in order, which if you follow me, you know, I have this saying that we'll, if we touch and agree on anything, we put our faith together on something. So touching and agreeing, a lot of times we'll include sex with that. Like, hey, let's. <laughs> Lots of let's, touching and agreeing. That's right. Let's touch and agree. And, uh, so it'll lighten the mood or, you know, to just stay focused on let's let's have this time feel good. I right. mean, w- there's something about choosing to be in charge of your own mood. Yeah. And then charge managing your energy because it's so easily dissipated. I think especially as people who we parent and we work and we wear all these hats and we're going and coming and there's all these outside stressors. So I love that idea of being able to find some time that just really strengthens your your sensual core and your ability to be in touch with your senses and to really be present and look at what's fabulous in this moment, what yeah. smells good and tastes good and feels good. And it starts with, so, just, it just starts by claiming it. It does. And so you, you say it to yourself, you say it to those around you of, I'm going to be in the room for five minutes. Do not knock on the door or we, <laughs> we are in the room for five minutes or this is our time to talk. Go or, you know, cause we're going to, you're going to be interrupted with the busy family and with kids. That's just a reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, another idea I think of that can be easy, easier to incorporate on just claiming moments to, that it's it's little quick it's little quick date night ideas. Yeah. Of I don't know I don't know what everybody the listeners what your listeners family life and and dinner routines are, but for me and my family, whenever we're here, we try to eat together. Yes. You know, same we, here. We try to claim that time. We're at the mm-hmm. table. 
you know, so it's a special event if we're going to do a movie night and we'll move everything in front of the TV and we'll mm-hmm. sit around and eat, you know, so it's kind of a, that's a special event. But other than that, we're at the table. Well, my kids eat fast <laughs> if we don't have to, you know, beg them to finish their yeah. food. <laughs> but so one of the things we have found early on is whenever they're done, we just eat a little slower while we're eating. And yeah. that way they're done and they leave and we get five to 10 minutes while we're finishing up dinner, our dinner. And it's just us. Yeah, we do that as well. But I, we treasure that family time at the table in our house. That's um, one of the real bonding moments. We have this we'll, games. We'll play different games like, uh, you know, what's the best thing that happened today? Yeah. And they're usually the dinners are super, super funny. It's where we laugh a right. lot together. And those are so precious. But also um, cleaning up the kitchen together, it sounds dumb, but it's something that, it that we enjoy. Done. Yeah, it has to be yeah. done. So do it together. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, so another thing that you can do to help, and this is, I'm going to speak straight to the guys, and I've uh-huh. done this before on a couple different shows, is yep. at some point during the day, Make sure you're pulling out the 10-second kiss Yeah. where when she comes home, when you come home, plant a good kiss on her. And don't grope. Don't go for the butt wet grab or the breast grab. Just kiss her. <laughs> yeah. And, you might need to ask yourself, when was the last time you did that? Or how regularly do you do that? Do you make your wife feel pursued? That's a really good because point. Because that's that right there. I mean, even though it's only 10 seconds long or maybe 15. Yeah. That's still a claiming of time, a claiming of importance, a pursuit. And so that's an intentionality. It is. And if you're the spouse that's not being pursued and you wish that you were, you're going to probably just have to suck it up and be the pursuer. (laughs) You know, so so withholding love or withholding affection or withholding whatever you wish you could get from your spouse. It doesn't make you feel better. It only makes you feel worse. And so the point is to step into kind of a river of affection and passion. So there's no need wasting energy mad that your spouse isn't, isn't undamming the river and running after you, you know, just step into it. Right. And be, be uh, amorous, be loving, be affectionate, be be that person you want to be. And maybe uh-huh. that starts with um, how you get dressed in the morning, what you put on. <laughs> I mean, because you've talked about that before, Gina, of having some intentionality of, I know he likes this, I know right. she likes this, and I'm going to wear it and make sure they know I'm wearing it today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So those are little things, and that's... That's where the idea of every day you can pursue your spouse because research shows mm-hmm. when you when your marriage is the priority, your kids actually reap the benefits of that. Oh, absolutely. And they, it's kind of a structural hierarchy, and it mm-hmm. keeps things where they should be rather than the child-centric world we've kind of evolved to. Mm-hmm. Where kids are the utmost importance, and are they on the right sport team, or are they in the right club, or are they going to the right school, or are they wearing the right, yeah, whatever. They're kids. Mm-hmm. Those things work themselves out. Are you yep. living a life of love with your spouse? Because your kids are moving out at some point, and if they don't, and they're still in there, and they're listening to the show, move out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but but it is one of those you do you know this is that whole no no I want time again with my spouse because you guys are your stay here is temporary that's what I've been, that's what I've taught my children is your stay in my house is temporary plan accordingly oh man we were climbing in the car the other day we all went out for ice cream and I don't know what triggered it the kids were talking about some of their good friends whose parents just split up and they just said like three times oh thank you so much for staying together when you when it was rough thank mm-hmm. you so much i i thought wow that's really something but yeah it it they'll they're going to be just fine if your world does not center around them but listen a lot of times the reason that a wife sometimes i think the wife is more um apt to do this but either way when you are putting your primary focus on say your children it's good to ask yourself what need am i trying to satisfy from them that i'm not getting from the relationship right because we all do this if we're not if we're not feeling significant enough with our spouse if we're not feeling secure or if we're not feeling uh, loved enough Mm -hmm. then we look for those emotions outside the relationship and it weakens the relationship so that's what we're always saying become curious instead of furious you know look at your spouse and say well what how how am i doing making him feel significant how am i doing making him feel secure and loved and how am i doing providing some excitement and and you know passion and fun and and so if you'll start looking at how you're doing, meeting those needs, mm-hmm. you'll become more creative. You'll become more intentional. You'll become more excited about your role in the relationship. And that really leads to helping every night be date night because you're, you're choosing that. Right. And, and it also could be the simple, I'm going to send a real quick text. Mm-hmm. to to Pam and just say I mean it could there, there's a couple different ways you could approach it one can just be hey just wanted to make sure you know I love you right you know that's just a quick statement she'll get it whenever she's back at her phone that's a that's a nice little touch the other is to do something that's a little more engaging of you just send your spouse a text that's something along the lines of you know what I'm thinking about dot dot <laughs> dot and that leaves it wide open, and most likely, especially if it's a wife emailing or texting her husband, he's going to be, right. no, what are you thinking about? You know, so he's immediately <laughs> going to engage in that, yeah. and, and then you can just reply back with, did I love you? You know, just say, yeah. I really love you, or I'm really glad you're part of my life, or, you know, it's just, but those are quick, you steal yeah. moments together, right. and that's, a, that's what we're proposing. That's intentional. That's a that goes a long way. Those little bitty things go a long way. Yeah, especially when you're breaking your stress pattern. You know, the other day Paul's computer at home it just kept crashing, crashing, crashing. It was so exasperated trying to do his navy work at home, and so it was it was just kind of a stressful night. And the next day I texted him. I said, "I'm so sorry. I know you're feeling behind." And immediately he texts back and says, I'd love to feel you're behind. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that was funny. That's a good one. Well done, Paul. <laughs> and, then, and then he says, oh, sorry, off topic. But it, it was, I said, okay, 10 points for making me laugh. Yeah. But yeah, to be able to break your pattern of stress and connect and find that relief in each other, it's, it's so healthy. And like you said, your kids see it. And they're, my daughter told me that she was, 
you know, talking with a girl whose parents were really struggling right now. And she says, your parents always look so happy, you know, have they ever struggled? And she said, well, actually they're coming off a rough season. You know, they, they had a rough spot. They, they've worked it out and they seem to really be in love with each other. And she said, I, I know that, that things can turn around for your parents. And so it's just really encouraging. Yeah. And it, and it may not be that your kids know what's going yeah, when, on. They don't, they don't need to know what's going on, but they right. see the benefits that you have yeah. of working through things. And they see the fun that you have together. Exactly. And they see the idea of, I mean, I, luckily I've been blessed that my kids are lifetimes away from us. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, they, they see it as, ooh, that means we get to go stay with them. You know, with people that they know are just going to spoil yeah. them. Yeah. And so we get asked every so often by my oldest, who's eight, when do you guys have another date night? Oh, not sweet. Because that means an overnight at mm. the local grandparents. And that means staying up late, watching movies, eating ice cream. I mean, that means just anything goes. And they love that. And I love that they love that because that means I get time with Pam. <laughs> That's cool. But then we have to do some deep programming afterwards. But <laughs> so so be it. But it is one of those that it's kind of that idea of, okay, if you're sitting in life and just thinking, man, I'm just tired. And summertime, yeah. it really hits because I know whoever the primary caregiver with kids is, you don't yeah. get the benefit and luxury of them being at school all day. So your time is now gone and it's harder to find times to do the stuff that you would use, you'd want to spend your time doing. I went through that mm -hmm. season for about a week two or three weeks into summer, I was just down. Mm. And it finally struck me as, okay, it's because I've been used to such big blocks of time of just me. Yeah. I don't have that now. I have to find moments of it. And so whenever I get moments of it, I just savor them <laughs> and, yeah. and try, to, try to draw them out as long as possible. <laughs> but it's, it's also once you get that mindset and realization, it really helps it go does. forward and, and claim what you want. And so – I want to give a challenge, Gina, as we kind of wrap yep. up this show, that every night is date night. Okay. Yep. And, the, and the way it starts is you claim it with yourself and you claim it with your spouse. And so wherever you are as you're listening to Sexy Marriage Radio today, once this is done, mm -hmm. pick up your phone, turn to your spouse, whatever it is that will get contact them and let them know, hey – I'm sorry if we have not made, I've not made you as intentional. You know, it's kind of, I'm going to wipe the slate clean and now I'm going to start, I want to steal moments with you every day. Yeah, that's good. And then, and then just see what transpires from there. Good. So check in. Yeah, let us, <laughs> let know. us know how it goes. I would love to hear. Uh, thanks for listening. Well, wherever you are <laughs> and whatever you're doing, I hope you have a great time. Yep, and lots more sex. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs> Let's talk about...